Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's a class to freedom. Guys, this is my life now. Ashley Nicole has seen Hamilton and I can't stop won't stop listening to the soundtrack it's absolutely incredible see and I think I think that there is something to like when you see a movie you get tied to the music oh for sure because obviously like when I hear you playing the songs I'm like oh they sound good but also like it just sounds like theater a movie is happening in your room you know yeah. um but then alicia's seen it so alicia hears it playing in a room and starts like belting out down the hallway yeah so i just feel like i need to see it yeah. otherwise it's just like yeah i feel like i'm living in a theater house yeah well yeah it makes sense if you haven't experienced it you're not gonna appreciate yeah. it it's yeah. like any art i guess so um yeah anyways um big fan i also spiraled down the second i finished it I spiraled down the very large TikTok hole of everyone like like singing and dancing to their songs and using funny filters. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I really? laughed. It was so funny. Um, so if you haven't seen Hamilton, go see Hamilton. Do yourself a favor. It's absolutely incredible. They are so talented and the writer is so talented. So anyways, we digress. But I was, <laughs> I was setting up <laughs> to record today and just jamming out to... <laughs> Um, satisfied by <laughs> and, uh, it was so good so yeah that was that was I literally was like in my room and I was like she's on one today it was like blaring and then I walk in and she's just sitting in her chair like ready, ready. <laughs> so I will see Hamilton reviews to come yes please yes please <laughs> that's that's really all I have to say about that okay 
Um, well, hello, good morning, hello, whatever good morning. time it is. It's morning. We're recording early because my family, so, well, backstory. Every year we go to vacation in Palm Springs. Ash has become a part of this family vacation. I'm an honorary Esslinger. Like they just assume, I, every time my family does anything, and I'll be, there's a couple times I've been like, well, can I invite Ash? And they're like, oh, we already included her in the reservation. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, perfect. Um, and, you know, I think that comes with one being the only single one. So they probably feel bad. Girl, like, I am your plus one. She needs a plus one. Two, like you just are my best friend, soulmate, lover. <laughs> <laughs> not lover in that way. Let's scratch that out. Um, so there's not any no confusion. misunderstandings. No. Um, but yeah, so people just always assume like you'll be with me. Yeah. So anyways, we, our vacation kind of got canceled cause everything in the timeshare we go to is like closed down. Thank you. 2020. We were so depressed cause that's like the one thing we look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also want to, we're just going to make this a moment. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> vacation for me has always involved sightseeing and like traveling and it's and it's exhausting and, and but fun very fun but also like very exhausting you get back and you're like I need a vacation I get back from, and I need uh-huh. a nap like yep. a very long nap from my trips because I tend to go like okay I'm, we're going somewhere and we're gonna do this and we're gonna go see everything yeah Terrence family is the exact opposite yeah <laughs> the exact opposite they it is the most relaxing sit around <laughs> doing nothing playing games eating and lounging by the pool kind of vacation yeah. so I just wanted to throw that in there continue Tara. oh yeah it's the most mellow like the boys golf and the girls get massages and, and then real we, tan. we get really tan and then we just literally play cards and games watch movies that's it like mm-hmm. it's the most mellow vacation ever if you do like to travel and everything Obviously I'm the same. I'm like, I'm very into traveling, but I'm telling you just try a mellow vacation. It'll change your life. Just try it. So anyways, we came to this conclusion. Vanessa hit me up and was like, dude, what if we just get an Airbnb? So it's like, we're still outside the house. It feels new, Mm -hmm. but it's clean. We're not going out. Like we bring all our own food. We're all together. We're still with the the same people that we quarantined with. Yeah. so. So, um, we all were like, oh my God, that's brilliant. So um, my parents don't have a pool at their house. So this one does have a pool. It's really safe. We checked into it. And so we basically get to do the same thing, minus obviously being like at a place where there's like fun stuff going on too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's what's happening today. That's the plan. And I'm leaving. That's why we're recording early. And that was the longest explanation, but I hope you all enjoyed. Yes. Long story short, (laughs) it is like nine in the morning and normally we don't record till like noon. So there's a little like wonky eyed still, but (laughs) we're here. Um, So uh, what should should we, should we, should we, oh. (laughs) I saw you make eye contact with her and I knew you were going to talk about it. Guys, my dog, I have have two dogs. One of them I have had for a wonderful six years of my life. <laughs> and she's looking at me right now. She's a little Shih Tzu Maltese mix. And she had to get seven. That's right. Seven teeth pulled yesterday. Yeah. She was the most like Unwell. drunk version <laughs> of herself that I've ever seen. And it was Aww. comical, but also heartbreaking at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. She has very long, fluffy fur. Um, 
if you know what a Maltese looks like or a Shih Tzu looks like, they have like these very thick, silky fur. Um, and so she had to get her arms shaved so that they could put the IV in. And um, she just looks all kind of a wreck right yeah. now. And it's heartbreaking, but she's good. She has not a lot of teeth anymore. Um, Shih Tzus tend to have uh, really poor teeth, very small mouths and very crooked teeth. Yeah. So usually around this age, she's six. Um, you have if you if you haven't had like excellent dental work every single year, then they usually have to get their teeth pulled just because it's so crowded in there. Um, so yeah, her and Charlie are twins, seven yeah. teeth, poor and all the bottoms. Baby, poor baby. They go. Yeah, they go. Little old man, yeah. old woman. <laughs> she was having, still having a hard time <laughs> shaking it off. I think, but we're fine. We're fine, dude. Imagine losing seven. But like, okay, literally all. I'm your assuming bottom like dogs have more teeth than us, right? I think she did because, her, but I don't know. Honestly, I don't just know. crowded. But basically, that would be like our front for small teeth mm-hmm. on the bottom, just gone. Like, just imagine how awkward that would be. Imagine smiling in family photos, and then everyone's like, "Oh, eat!" You're like, "How?" You're like, <laughs> just gnawing on all your food. <laughs> my lip just got sucked into my mouth. There's nothing keeping it. What do oh, I well, do? That's what was cute yesterday. Her tongue kept getting caught on the outside of her mouth, and I was like, "It's because so there's no teeth to stop it." Poor honey. Oh, baby poor girl. Honey. Anyways, um, anywho, yeah, it, this has been like a dog week. My dog was sick. Chloe got her teeth out. We've just been like mellow. Both me and Ash have both like been the like loving, like come lay with me for a while. We'll take care of you because we both love just laying in our beds and watching stuff. Yeah. So it's been a great excuse to like, I was going to say, isolate. Chloe was an excuse for me. Oh, I was totally. like, uh, I got this guys. I'll, guys, I'll sacrifice working. my work and <laughs> watch her. I put her down for a small workout and then I was like, okay, she's mine. Yeah, <laughs> I got her. Um, no, I love so, that. Yeah, that's, a, that's kind of what's been happening. That's our life. It's a Honestly, classic, Ashley. This is quarantine. This is quarantine. All you're, about the dogs. You're obsessed with your dogs or whatever. You know, your pet rock, if, if you've resorted to that, whatever you got to do. Wilson. Wilson. Cast whatever away. you got to do. Uh, uh Oh, Ooh. were you going to say we should get into stories? Yeah. that's what I was going to say. Both of us say, have longer ones. Yeah, so. we both have longer ones. I did want to start it off with a tearing it up. Oh, perfect. As per usual, if yes. you guys don't know, uh, tearing it ups are the funny stories, funny instances, awkward, embarrassing moments that you guys go through and want to share with us. We call it tearing it up because Taryn. It up. <laughs> I don't know. I just <laughs> Taryn goes through a lot of this and yeah. has gone through a lot of this in her lifetime. Um, so... Let's get on into it. Uh, this tearing it up is titled the Betraying Trail Mix. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. What's in it? Dear Ashley and Taryn, I have a tearing it up for you. My cousins brought me and my sister to Andy Alligators a few summers ago, and naturally we plan to stash away snacks for later, deliberately disobeying the rules. Unfortunately, the girl who worked there checked my cousin's bag, discovering the snacks, and told us we couldn't bring them in, so we trudged back to the car to supposedly deposit our grub, but we weren't giving up that easily. We put most of them back into the car, but each found clever ways to hide a couple of sneaky snacks, say, in pockets or tucked in shorts, and in my case, wrapped up in my towel. Feeling sly, we returned to the girl where she checked our bags again that was now snackless. My cousins and sister all got in with ease, and I was just about to walk through, having no bag to be checked, 
when that darn trail mix fell out of my towel right in front of the worker. Oh, gosh. This was embarrassing enough as it was. You can't really play that kind of situation off cool when the you, when you screw up so badly and blatantly and obviously. My tongue was stuck dumb, and I awkwardly tried to act confused like, How'd that trail mix How'd get, that my get in there? <laughs> <laughs> um, how strange. And then I fumbled backwards towards the car, blushing immensely. Even worse, all my cousins already went in. I zoomed to the car alone without keys. So I just had to wait there, hoping my cousins would come rescue me. They did, and they unlocked the car where I ditched the betraying trail mix. Not willing to take a third chance, the most awkward part was having to walk past the girl a third time, avoiding eye contact at all costs. (laughs) It makes me annoyed to think I could have just wrapped the snack better in my towel or put it somewhere more secure, but no. Many a time, I would think um, back to what I could have said to be less awkward and own it, like, you caught me, haha, or something, but no, I... (laughs) I just sat there awkwardly. <laughs> also, I don't even like trail mix that trail mix that much. So it's dumb that I sacrificed so much for it. <laughs> I laugh when I tell this story, but at the same time, it was traumatizing. Anyways, love you too and the podcast, Kiana. Ooh, that's Kiana. Yeah, How K- do you spell it? she put Kiana. It's K A Y A N N A. Beautiful, like Kiana, but Anna, as in frozen. Okay, there you go. Frozen's Anna, not Anna. Dude, that's rough. It's so, the feeling of getting caught, especially when you get older, is so just like humiliating. Like Mm -hmm. you don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. I remember in high school, one specific instance where my teacher caught me. I was literally just brushing like my part of the mess onto my neighbor's side Uh of the, of like the desk and floor and stuff. And he, and he was very particular about us, like picking up our own stuff. And he was like, Ashley, I was like, what? Like, what? You didn't do anything. anything. Calm down. The worst, I think I told on here, the worst snack sneaking story I have is when I tried to put a Starbucks drink in my pants. (laughs) Did I tell that story? (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, I was going, it was after my breakup, and I decided I was going to start taking myself on dates. love that for you finding myself Mm -hmm. learning to love again um and so I got Starbucks and I was like shoot because I wanted to bring it in so I was wearing leggings and a baggy shirt yeah so I put the cup into my leggings with the baggy shirt over it and then I started walking everything was fine until like I was already too in front of the like where you get your tickets Mm -hmm. to turn back when it started pouring down my leg, like scolding hot. And then every step I took made it worse. So I was literally like, like stepping so awkward, like, like a robot, like losing battery, just like, like that. So funny. Yeah. That was the day where she kept going over the loudspeaker. That's just one, (laughs) just one. And I was like, yes, just one ticket for whatever movie. Okay, but like no one else is coming, like on a speaker, like everyone in line was like laughing and I was like, oh my God. And so finally I was like, it's just me. It's just me. I'm by myself. And she was like, okay. And I was like, oh my God. It was, it was a horrible first date with myself. <laughs> so we broke up right, and right. I've moved on. That's hilarious. I feel like everyone has a sneaking into the theater yeah. snacks. I did that once with um, friends in high school and my friend, Nick, brought an entire Italian dinner. Whoa. 
like a brown bag to go bag with pasta breadsticks. Impressive. And no, he was like, how do I get this in? Oh. And I was like, what if I put it over my shoulder like a bag, like a purse bag? So over. I gave him, cause I had a, a like crossbody like book bag at the time, yeah. kind of like a satchel. So we switched. So I gave him my crossbody and I took the brown bag. There was a huge logo on one side. I flipped it. So it was just brown. So just and the they brown thought side. it was a purse. No one stopped me. Wow. No one stopped me. That's impressive. And I, we were at a premiere for a movie. So it was like a bunch of people were around. Yeah. Um, it was very busy. So I took it, put it over my shoulder and pressed it really tight so it didn't like crinkle Smell and make, and, make yeah. noise or anything um literally no one stopped us and then I just handed it to him when we sat down and he ate like full-on <laughs> like Fusellini like in the what? theater and it was so funny and the guy and there was a guy in front of us that was just dying and was like wow can you share? Well, yeah, because I'm sure it smells good. I feel like there is a smell etiquette at movie theaters. Like, oh, for sure. I've have you ever been in there when someone snuck like sushi in? No, I was very unhappy the well, whole time. You don't like sushi, so. yeah. But I think too, like if you're not if you're not eating fish, I'm sure that like the smell of fish and stuff like is just not. If not especially appetizing. if you're in a movie, you're eating like buttered popcorn yeah and then it's just like there, fish. It's only specific smells are allowed yeah so i think there is an etiquette people mm -hmm. nothing too crinkly nothing mm -hmm. too smelly that's all we got to say about that today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself i have fully done things around the home that i think look good and then a bang in the night and i wake up to a shelf collapsing a painting falling off the wall like it i've i've seen it all go south i own a home and i can tell you I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
All right, let's dive in. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go ahead and go first. Um, this one is a little long, so I'm going to dive right in without uh, much to it. It is from Anonymous. Okay. And um, the title is A Body Positive Story from One of Your 10%. A guy? A guy. Yay! Okay, here we go. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. Hi. Actually... <laughs> Sorry, he put Taryn and Ashley, and I don't know what happened, but I switched it just How now. How dare you? <laughs> I know. I Give me I just, credit. I think credit I just is read due. right through it and anonymous? then realized my mistake, and then Thank here we you, go. Anonymous. What have you been doing this the whole time, Ashley? Yeah, it's been my evil plan to How always dare you? put my name first. <laughs> You're just alphabetical, we know. Um, okay, so let me start again. <laughs> yeah, please start again. Read it correctly. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I would like to stay anonymous, preferably. Maybe one day that'll change. But um, my name is blank. <laughs> I'm not going to say good it job, for Ash. good reasons. Good job. And um, I'm a pretty new listener. I've heard snippets of your podcast, but finally got sucked in. And I totally understand everyone's obsession. <sighs> you two are amazing and hilarious. I started with the most recent episode and went backwards. So your body positivity episode was one of the first that I heard. I quickly decided I wanted to share my story with you as a man to hopefully give a different perspective, but also show how similar my experience has been. Hopefully this helps anyone out there who may feel unheard or unvalidated in their struggle. I am in my early 20s now, and I've been aware of my body and my size since I was about five years old. I was an extremely petite child, actually. Our party trick was that my dad could put his pointer fingers and thumbs together in a circle and fit them around my midsection. The fact that I was so small usually garnered a lot of attention, not particularly negative, but it plays in. My sister is several years older and was in her early teens and going through puberty during this time. Therefore, she was very aware of her body. My brother is also several years older and started gaining his prepubescent weight around this time. With both of them growing through similar experiences, but having totally different attitudes about it, the motto was never to discuss my sister's growth and my brother's growth was kind of a source of humor for our family. Well, that's, that's, wow. I think that's really interesting. Cause that's yeah. very, that's very for girls. It's like, we don't talk about it for guys. We tease them about it. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. 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 That's interesting. When I was about eight, I did start to gain weight. Although it was healthy. I desperately didn't want to gain too much weight and become chubby. Like my brother had, I asked my mom to take me to the doctor because I was so worried about gaining weight. The doctor only said, Oh, don't worry about it. Most boys gain weight before they hit puberty and dismiss my concern. About a year later, I had continued to gain weight and begged my mom to take me back to the doctor. They again said, don't worry about it. You'll probably sprout and thin out. Fast forward to sixth grade. I was 11 and I happened to weigh myself one evening and I had hit 120 pounds. Again, this was a healthy weight for my size, but I had been floating around 100 pounds for a couple years at this point. So it came as a shock. The next day, I was talking to a close friend of mine who, truthfully, I thought looked pretty chubby. And I told him I weighed 120 pounds. And he said, hey, I weigh 122. In that moment, I realized that I must be fat. Although we had very different body types and I still looked considerably thinner than him, my mind immediately equated my size to his. That was the start of my body dysmorphia. Even to this day, I look in the mirror and see an obese man looking back even though I'm considered slightly overweight, but a normal healthy weight. For the record, I do feel guilty 
and judgmental that I thought that of my friend in this way, but I definitely paid for that. Throughout the next several years, I continued to put on weight. I internally stayed panicked about it, but since the doctor had told me twice that they weren't bothered, I couldn't justify bringing it up again. And anyone I made a comment always reassured me by saying, oh, I'm sure you'll sprout and be like six feet within a few years. For whatever reason, I never did have a growth spurt. I slowly got taller, but I stopped at 5'8", and I never lost any of that prepubescent weight. I can't talk. Although I was never obese, I was overweight and extremely unhappy about it. Anytime I would intentionally ration or eat small portions, I was always met with, come on, you're a growing boy. So what I ate was under pretty constant scrutiny, even though I wasn't always negative. However, my father and brother did frequently make comments about it, and my dad started to create a habit of saying, you're going to be a diabetic every time I would eat something sugary or carby. Ugh. I really hated my body, everything about it, but did not feel able to ever bring it up because it was usually met with a dismissive comment. My freshman year of college, I finally had the chance to make my own decisions, and I was in charge of my own food. For the first six months, all of my internalized upset and disordered habits finally flourished into a complete eating disorder. My normal routine was I'd eat a 500 to 800 calorie meal and then go three to five days until the next. Oh my gosh. During my last quarter, my schedule was such that my three closest friends and I were all free every evening, and they asked me to start eating dinner with them. Keep in mind that no one knew I had an eating pattern. Since they lived down the hall from me and knew my schedule, it was incredibly difficult to lie my way out of it, so I started eating dinner with them every day. Even though it was the only meal I'd have each day, I felt like it was too much. Mm. I then started taking showers after dinner and using that time to purge my meal. Over the next three months, after any meal or even small snacks, I'd go purge in the showers. After moving home for the summer, I found it so hard to maintain these habits and was kind of forced into a state of coexistence with my eating disorder. That's where I've been for the last four years. It's there. It's always on my mind. Always factors into the decisions that I make. I don't consider myself recovering yet because I still have a considerable amount of work to do. One difference in my story is that I never did it for boys or girls. I didn't feel the social pressure of trying to look good for the onlookers in the same way. I wanted to look good, but it wasn't ever for anyone specific. The attitude was always that I was a low risk. No one ever guessed. I even used to say extremely obvious or self-deprecating things, and it never caught anyone's attention. If I ever revealed that I hadn't eaten that day, the person usually congratulated me for taking the effort to be fit. The one and only time I was caught was because I said verbatim, it's almost like I have an eating disorder. And even then they stopped and said, wait, do we need to talk about this? And I said, no, it was a joke and laughed it off. I doubt this is true now, but about five to six years ago, I learned that body dysmorphia was a female diagnosis. Males could not technically have body dysmorphia. The male equivalent was muscle dysmorphia, wherein a male sees themselves as small and weak. Honestly, a lot has changed in the last few years in how we perceive these diagnoses and have begun to remove a lot of the stereotypes around who can have what illness, but there's still a lot of work to be done around body issues and eating disorders. I'm hoping that sharing my story will highlight that boys, girls, and anyone in between can and do feel the same about their bodies and have shared experiences. This isn't an us versus them issue. Not to toot my own horn, but I did write this thesis paper in college on stereotyped and gendered health. 
hair flip <laughs> that goes <laughs> into detail about how we diagnose and treat individuals who don't fit into our expected victim category. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for this social upheaval that's occurring because it's driving home the point that everyone needs love and support and resources. Thank you for reading my novel. <laughs> I hope it was helpful for any and all of your listeners. Love me. Ugh. That is so powerful. I know. I thought he wrote that very well. And um, just him sharing, just him sharing like his, his childhood, the mm-hmm. things with his siblings, his dad, how that morphed into high school with comparing himself to his friend mm-hmm. and then how him not vocally verbalizing any of this to anyone and the doctors kind of dismissing it led to him him kind of spiraling and yeah and living out his harsh criticism on himself like all through college yeah it it's it, I thought he did a really good job of showing us like what that was like well and that's the whole that's the whole thing like that those there's two things that like stuck out tremendously to me one is it, that's why it bothers me so much when people are so quick to make fun of someone mm-hmm. or throw a totally like uneducated bias on someone mm-hmm. when you have no idea what that person has gone through. Mm-hmm. And our childhoods, our experiences growing up, especially during those critical ages, it literally marks the path that like we're going to take. And so for me, if I tend to be a certain way or get triggered by certain things, and then I have people that are like, oh my gosh, like you're being so dramatic. But then really there was something traumatic that happened to me that caused me to be that way. And I just think it's, it, it just bothers me that we don't take the time to really just look at individuals as individuals mm-hmm. and to see someone and see, um, see that they're hurting and like want to dive in with them and be like, well, what, like, what's the start of this? Like, where is this coming from? Instead of just like, oh, she was in such a mood. Like, why did she act that way? Like, why do we never think, well, maybe like, what was the cause of that? Like, she obviously freaked out for something or he obviously like has been acting weird. Like, why don't we ever like want to dive in deeper with someone instead of just like, oh, well, I'll get him a coffee tomorrow. Maybe that'll cheer him up. You know what I mean? Like the, the amount of, frustration I had hearing that this that anonymous you went through this on your own confused being told by not only adults but professionals oh you're fine you're fine and being brushed off and then in a society where we don't ever acknowledge that men have the same insecurities and and problems with wanting their bodies to be certain ways And it's just, I don't even think that it's more rare. I think it's just not talked about. It's not. It's just not talked about. It's not. And there is a a male stereotype of having to look a certain way. I think um, guys tend to, you know, experience life thinking that they have to have a certain amount of muscle. They have to be a certain height Mm -hmm. and they have to, you know, be quote manly um, and whatever that (laughs) (laughs) means to them, you know, Um, and and something that really stuck out to me was his, he said that he oftentimes did quiet, um, self-deprecating remarks. Yeah. And I, I understand that we all like joke about ourselves um, to a certain degree, but I can think of multiple times where I've done that to myself and I kind of was 
saying, Hey, red flag over here. Is anyone noticing? And I remember, you know, in high school, so many friends would say self-deprecating things about themselves. And it makes me wonder like, what were they going through that I wasn't paying attention to? No, totally. And I think we need to listen to that more. And there's a time, there's times where it's, you're making fun of yourself and it's like fun, you Mm -hmm. know, dear God, like I am the CEO of making fun of myself. And that's because I've just embraced that part of me. Mm -hmm. And that was a, a journey where I realized like, why am I embarrassed and ashamed of like these things that happened to me that are out of my control? And once I took ownership of it and now I can laugh at it, it's become like one of my favorite parts about myself. The fact that like I literally can make anyone feel like they're not stupid because I can match their stupidity (laughs) and I have no problem. Like, like that's fine. That's who I am. And like, I'm fine with it. But I think it's important to listen. And I've even done this with you where you've said something and I'll walk in and I'm like, Ashley, Nicole, don't you talk about yourself that way. Like get mad at you. But I think we do need to start just like asking clarifying questions and, um, and just like kind of watching the tone of how people talk. And if they're always just like tearing themselves down, then, or if you do start to notice stuff that you're like, huh, that was interesting. Don't stop with that. Like dig a little deeper until like you can say like, oh, okay. Yeah. She totally was just joking, but mental no, I'm going to watch to see if that's happening again, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, um, and something I think that we could all learn from this, um, me specifically is when someone does say a self-deprecating thing, just make note of it. I yeah. wouldn't call them out on it right away. Cause it could just be a joke or it could just be them not, you know, thinking things through and just kind of yeah. saying something. But if you notice, like if Taryn is saying something more than once, I think as a friend, I have a right to like kind of like pause and call her out on it and just be like, Hey, what's going on? Like that one friend that did hear him and said, Hey, can I, do we need to talk about this? Yeah. You know, I think that is a perfect instance of like a a real friend and a real person listening and hearing what he was actually saying. Yeah. So I think that's something that, cause we all live such busy, busy lives, you know, where we hear these little things and we don't think much of it, but looking back, we're like, Whoa, that was a sign. That was a huge flag. And I just bulldozed right past it. No, it's so Um, true. So just being more aware, um, with our ears open and our eyes open to, um, our, the loved ones around us. Yeah. No, I think that's such a good point. Like you don't have to necessarily call someone out right in front of everyone because Mm -hmm. that's a surefire way for them to like retract and be like, no, But like, I mean, we even did that the other day where I, I, th- I can't remember what it was, but I came up to you and I was like, Hey, like you said this the other day or like, you kind of sounded upset. Like, what was that? Like, are mm-hmm. you good? And like, we talked about it and it was like such a cool, productive conversation. Yeah. But I know if I would have pushed you in that moment when you said something, like you would have like not been it. Cause it's like not the time, like where everyone's there. And yeah. so, yeah, I think that's definitely crucial. Um, one thing like, and he mentioned like body dysmorphia, it's, I love and sometimes hate the way our society is so vocal, Yeah, <laughs> but, um, I have loved the fact that we are just, everyone is just owning who they are and finding power and like numbers by talking about things. Yes. Um, I still don't think we've totally reached a place with, um, really acknowledging like how men have these emotions and these soft sides and these insecurities and things like that. I think we're starting to, Mm -hmm. um, but even like I was 
you know, while you, while you were talking about the whole body dysmorphia thing, I was like looking it up and it all, all, everything is like, Oh, like now we're starting to see and even stuff like, um, Okay, so uh, one American study, for example, found that the percentage of men dissatisfied with their overall appearance has tripled in the past 25 years and that nearly as many men as women are unhappy with how they look. Yeah. Like every single one of us is like that. So that means every single one of them. Oh my God, totally. But I can't imagine, like I already grew up kind of hiding my dissatisfaction with my body because I was friends with so many skinny girls who Mm -hmm. like were very into their bodies. So I felt dumb talking about it because I didn't feel like I could like relate. You know what I mean? And that was just me in my own personal, like tiny little group. Imagine your gender as a whole is like, we don't talk about stuff. And if you're chunky, that means you can just be funny and make fun of yourself or like, you know That's what I mean? That's such a good point. Oh my God. Think about yeah. even movies, like the characters cast for the like funny people. And it's just this weird underlining thing that is like this unspoken rule about stuff like that. And then on top of it, like, um, like a male who has some type of like an eating disorder, like people just don't talk about it. Yeah. And I, my heart was broken the whole time for you anonymous because like I can't even imagine the loneliness you felt and like every time you had to go in the shower and do what you felt like you needed to do, but you had nothing and no one to lean on like Mm -hmm. that. The fact that you then turn that into a passion to research it and now to like speak out on it, like freaking, I'm so proud of you. And like, I think this is, you are going to be so shocked and you honestly might never know but how many people need to hear this? Mm-hmm. And I'm thanking you as a woman because this is something I don't think I've done a good job of being sensitive of either. Yeah. And, you know, we as women love to be like, oh, well, how dare you judge me for my body? Like, I love my curves. I love who I am. Yet we, me in general, go around being like, oh, if he's not six foot, I don't want him. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, yeah. we're just as freaking guilty of, of it. And I think the difference is we we just don't see that they feel the same things. And I think this was such a good perspective for us to hear. Yeah. And I really hope, because, um, you know, you mentioned anonymous that you're still like in the process, like you're not, you're not recovered. Yeah. You're still, I which, love how he worded that. that yeah. Was- because I think we all live in that you know there's Mm -hmm. still things I'm like I don't know if I'm ever gonna get a handle on this the difference is I'm trying every day you know what I mean but I hope that you are seeking um help and even professional help is out there if you need it um because I think that you have the power to really really make an impact Mm -hmm. um the world needs to hear voices like yours so um I think that you should definitely make sure that you're taking the time to just love yourself and get yourself healthy and the help you need so that people can, I I just really get this feeling that you're going to like make a huge impact. I don't know what that is or what circle that's in, but I think already just in your email that you sent, like Mm -hmm. I know it's changed me for the better. Like it's opened my mind. So 
And we do have a 10% male listener, right? It's, you know what? So it's growing. I'm, We're putting I'm it out there. I'm loving that they got to hear this. Yeah. Because I guarantee you, um, whether they're on your same level or a different level, they can relate to that in yeah. some way because they as boys, as men were raised to like push down these feelings and, and not be, um, focused on how they look because that's how girls think. That's not how guys think, you know, like little stuff like that, that we teach our, our sons, um, at such a young age to be a man to guys don't do that. Guys don't think about stuff like that. Guys don't talk like that. Um, and, um, I think you just, you just tore through a whole bunch of stereotypes just now and, um, more people need to hear that guys and girls, yeah. um, because we all need to change how we talk to each other. In the end, I think the message that should be taken away is that we need to be more aware of our loved ones and how, yeah. how they speak about themselves. Mm-hmm. And we also need to be more aware and delicate with how we speak towards others. Because again, I think the whole point of this podcast is just realizing that people are going through so much that you just simply yeah. do not know about. Yeah. Um, so yeah. We well, just, and even just thinking about his little eight year old self, like, I yeah. mean, like, coming to your mom and being like, mom, I need to go to the doctor. I'm gaining weight. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, there's so many points in your story where I heard it and I was like, why did no one see this and help you? You know what I mean? And so it's, it's so hard when you look back and you're like, oh, so many things could have been stopped. So Mm -hmm. many things could have prevented from what I went through. But the fact is you went through it and you're going to come out a stronger person. And now that's part of your story that you're going to like impact someone else. And so I just think it's just such a powerful thing. And I think, um, I don't know. I'm just like blown away. This was so good. And women, I'm calling you out. Mm Mm-hmm. We need to be better too. Like Mm -hmm. we can't just always be telling the guys they need to be better. We need to be better too. We need to be paying attention. And also if you have a guy in your life that you're like, I maybe have noticed some of this stuff, like send him this episode or like just open up a dialogue. Um, But I think we need to stop being so one-sided in this issue too. We 100% do. Uh. Look at you, anonymous. Anonymous. And I don't even know what you look like. I don't need to know what you look like. Absolutely not. You are hot, hot, hot. And you need to own it. (laughs) Hot, hot, hot. And you deserve the world. And you need to look at yourself in the mirror right freaking now and say, you are hot. You are worth it. You are perfect just the way you are. Mm -hmm. And say that to yourself every freaking morning and night because you need to embrace it. Yep. You beautiful soul. You beautiful man. Beautiful man. Okay. Thank you so much, Anonymous, for sending that in and changing all of our lives. Seriously. (laughs) Hey, guys, we just wanted to take a second to just say thank you for being a part of our little unsolicited advice family. We love you guys so much, and it would mean so much to us if you would rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Spread the word. Spread the love. Yes. Give advice to everyone. Advice for you. Advice for your mom. Advice Change for your world. friends. Change the world. <laughs> Help us get the word out there. And uh, yeah, that would mean so much to us. And uh, yeah. back to the show. Wow. Well, I feel like we just kind of like... That was an episode. No, it was. It's <laughs> I feel actually like we a lot just now. It's actually perfect because 
Like I have to go. I have to go too. I have things. So, I got things to do. I'm a busy um, girl. I'm a busy girl, you guys. And I don't feel like it's uh, honestly that much shorter than our normal episodes. Normal episodes. We like went in freaking anonymous, anonymous. We just wanted to pour into you. That's, we never do one story. We never do one story. But this is all about you today. All about you because you're worth it. You hot. You hot. <laughs> okay. Um, well, should I, I just? Hope, I hope you're just like beaming, smiling. I right know. Now. That's my goal. Listen yeah. to this every day. Just make <laughs> us saying you are hot, hot, hot. Your ring. Hot, hot, hot. You're alarm clock oh alarm clock every better. morning yeah you don't want to record the snippet and Imagine. make that your alarm clock he's you are hot 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 he's in public it's like you are hot 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 you are hot 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 just on repeat i don't so know why i'm good. saying it like that these weird accents that come out of me okay no. um i'm gonna end with a dad joke even though this is just purely because it's tradition it not is. because we need to be lifted up because anonymous lifted us to the roof <laughs> She lifted Ow. her leg at the same time and then looked like she got paralyzed. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, this one's funny. I think it's funny. Okay. Um, what concert costs just 45 cents? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's so stupid. A 50, a 50 cent concert? 50 Cent featuring Nickelback. <laughs> Did you see the meme that came out where like Nickelback okay. tweeted, um, just to, if we could, if you could make 2020 worse, we're coming out with a new album. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> wow, dude. I laid in my bed and cried. I was laughing so hard. Oh, man. Oh, good times. I love Nickelback. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it makes <laughs> me laugh. <laughs> oh God, we need to end. We done. Okay. We done. We out. We um we love you all. We appreciate you all. Give someone a hug today. Reach out. Oh no, I'm so sorry. That's Give not someone COVID a approved. text today. Reach out. Air hugs. And um, air fives. Check in on your friends. And one more time for check anonymous. In on your boys. One more time for anonymous. Yeah. You're awesome. Thank you so okay. much for sharing. What are the odds that I hit the clap button? Oh my first gosh. try. Uh, oh gosh, I'm gonna, I'm so gonna, I'm gonna just say that you're not gonna hit it, but Ash. the odds are not in your favor. No faith. Okay, let's see again. See, okay. let's give it up. Let's now. give it up one more time for anonymous. No, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> the worst. <laughs> Dang it. Two seconds. Stop. Get okay, out, Taryn. No. Okay. There say, say, say. Okay. <laughs> yellow. 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 Let's give it up one more time for Anonymous. Okay, we need right, to go. Y'all. We love you guys. We got to go. We promise we'll never record this early again. No, maybe we should because this ending this was is epic. It. Is this better? Let us know on, on Instagram. Let us know on Instagram. Say early or late. Okay, let's just... That's so dear God. Okay, bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.